0: Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life, and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is motherhood mixed with woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. So, hey Chrissy, welcome to the Grow Like a Mother podcast. So happy you're here Hi. with me today. Um, I can't wait to introduce um, all the listeners to you, and I just love your vibe. I love that you're in the uh, group coaching program, giving us some amazing yoga session and meditation. And I just wanted to introduce you. To the community so can you tell us just a little bit about how you got into yoga maybe as a starting point
1: for sure for sure well thanks for having me on the podcast I appreciate it um so I've been doing yoga this might age me but like 20 years about 20 years um and a couple summers ago I decided I think I would love to teach this I've done you know teaching Zumba teaching Pyo and I know that yoga was just one of those things where I really wanted to incorporate into other people's lives, not just my own. Um, so I decided to do it and it was uh, during the pandemic. So everything was online and I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot of reading, a lot of work. I, I learned so much more than I thought I would about the history of yoga. And I had a really great friend kind of push me in to go for it. Why? Why? why can't you teach it? Go for it. So I did. And here I am. And I've got my, you know, my little group of followers and I just really enjoy bringing it to other people more than anything else.
0: Yeah. It's a gift to sort of sharing your knowledge that you have and something that helps you live a better Mm -hmm. life or whatever the case is. And then it, it is something that I feel like we just want to share, you know, we just want to help other people And enjoy life in the small little ways that we figured out how to like make it better for us. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And I love that Um, you're, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, um, well, no, it just, uh, you know, quite a few years back, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And I recall my doctor saying to me, you can no longer lift weights. All you're allowed to do is Aquafit and yoga. And I remember like this was 2008. So this is before it was well known. And I just thought like, I like to lift weights and there's got to be a way around me lifting weights. So I pushed in some yoga into that and I was really not that knowledgeable on yoga then. So what helps now is that I understand yoga more and I'm able to help other people that also have fibromyalgia and explain to them, listen, not all yoga is created the same. So I've been able to help people realize that one of the yogas I focus on the most is actually one of the in my opinion, better ones for people who have mobility issues and fibromyalgia. You don't have to be sweating in power yoga in order for the yoga to help you. So I've seen so many people do power yoga and think, oh my God, I'm so sore after power yoga. You know, they think you got to sweat it out. And I'm like, no, that's not the right one for you. So on a personal note, I've been able to help people with my own. I'm not a doctor but I've been able to help them with my own experience. Mm-hmm. I love so that. I, yeah, it's been great for that.
0: I'm a huge fan personally of like a gentle yoga too or a flow yoga because it's it's less, it feels less like a workout. I have this um, story in my head, this block about exercise. I don't know where mm-hmm. it came from. I should probably dig into that, but I just... I get this wall up every time I think about exercising, right? And yoga to me, it is exercise is good for your body. It's good for your health, but it feels like relaxing when you do it in that way. And it feels like a treat. It feels like stretching. It feels like me time. And so that's something I really like about it is like, okay, I'll do it. I'll actually show up for myself and do it because it's not quote exercise, right? It's not a workout yeah. in the, in this way that you do it, as you mentioned, you can do yoga in that way as well. It's a really versatile sort of practice, which is fantastic.
1: Mm -hmm. It, It really depends on what you're trying to get out of your session. And it's very, very personal. And that is, you know, not everybody realizes that, you know, yoga is very, very personal. And we call it a practice for a reason, because every time you do it, you're practicing. You don't have to get Better. You just need to look inside as to what your body needs, and realize that okay, so I can do that stretch right now. Maybe tomorrow I can't do that stretch, and I can't hold it. And you know what? That's okay too. And that is one of the bigger things people have had, you know, you know, have come to me and said, you know what, I can't do that stretch. And I say, okay, I'll show you an alternative uh, method of doing it, and. Next thing they know, they can do the stretch because they're not, you know, they're mindful of other things. The biggest part of yoga is is learning the breathing techniques. Um, I just I like to make it simple, um, and I, I try to, you know, make it that while you're breathing, you really need to focus on what you're doing. So while you're focusing on, you know, taking a deep breath in, holding it, and then. Say we're breathing out and you're breathing out while thinking about that breath coming straight out of your body. You're not thinking about anything else.
0: It's so true.
1: Yeah, you're really not. Um, You know, the the one yoga that I I focus on a lot is called yin yoga. And when I explain it to folks, I say, it's holding your poses and the eyes go big and people are like, oh, I can't hold yoga poses. And I say, listen, we're not da- doing dancer's pose. We're not holding a tree pose. We're sitting on the floor and your right leg is out while your left leg is, is you know, squished into you. And that's what we're holding. And then your entire body is, is being taught to relax into yourself. So those rules of yoga where you're taught back straight, hold it in this pose where your muscles are engaged. That's not part of yin yoga. So it's fun to teach people a a new way of doing yoga where they hold these poses for two to three minutes and they don't realize it. And it does a whole different thing for your body. It stretches these ligaments out and you don't realize that you're actually working. Mm -hmm. Whole different body feel.
0: Yeah. It's very (laughs) stealth yoga. Um, and I love doing that. Like when I'm coming into a season, like we're coming into the holidays and like, I don't know about you, but I can just feel the energy and I'm like, okay, it's going to get chaotic. It's going to get stressy. It's going to get busy. We all know what's coming. We've got these kids. It's, it's, they're excited. There's so much pressure, like all the things. Right. And so doing something like that either in the morning or at night, I do it at night because my mornings are fucked up. It's crazy. But nighttime, I (laughs) have a little bit of time. Right. Um, And if it's 10 minutes that I get in, that's fantastic. That's a win because I showed up on my mat, right? I don't need to do it for 30, 40, 60 minutes. No, I heard, I forget who it was, but I heard someone say that their, their only commitment to themselves is to unroll that mat and step on it every day. And nine times out of 10, they'll do a little practice, but even if they don't, they feel like, okay, I showed up. Wasn't for me today, but they unroll that mat and step on it every day. And I think that's so good to get in the habit of like taking that time for you. And nine times out of 10, you're going to be like, well, I'm here, I might as well just start, right? And you yeah, get those benefits. I, I, yeah.
1: Having your yoga mat near you makes a big difference. And you're right. If, and I mean, as a yoga teacher, I don't do an hour of yoga either. No. I roll my mat out, I sit there and your your mat should be your safe space it's it's almost like nothing else around your mat matters. Um and that if you don't feel that way on your mat work towards that. And how you work towards that is just showing up all the time. Meditation on your mat. So you know how you can just sit on the floor and meditate, you can sit anywhere and meditate. I find taking a minute unrolling your mat and meditating on the mat mm. makes it your, your safe space. And you know it's silly but like you need to like the mat. You need to like the look of your mat. You need to like the feel of your mat. (laughs) You know, I've been through, I've got way too many mats, but you know, I've got the travel mat that's nice and like light. And then I've got my mat that like, I I invested in a mat. I got the Lululemon mats. Um, Those are the ones I like because they have a rubber feel to them where you don't slip. But I also think it's pretty. And as silly as that might be, For me, I'm a visual person. If I like my mat, I'm going to roll that thing out and sit on it. And you're right. You don't need to do an hour. You don't need to do half an hour. You need to sit there. The main focus is when you're trying to do yoga is that breath. It really is. And as you're breathing in, you got to go deep. So one of the best ways of, of really relaxing your nervous system is to breathe in four. So in for four. And then you breathe out for six mm. and it really slows you down. And you do that about six, seven times. You're going to feel your entire body feel different. And that enough is a meditation. I know that I struggled in the past with meditation because I always thought it needed to be something I would hear. It need to be led by somebody else. It doesn't need to. It definitely helps because then you don't have to think. Um, you know, doing savasana is, is used to be one of those things where I was like, ah, I don't have to do it. So important. At That's the my end, favorite. Yes. At the end, you lie down. And in, in my classes, I like to theme every single class. So as you're talking about the holidays, I remember last year we had some in-person classes and one of them I think was stress busting. And it sounds so generic, but what we did is we didn't talk about stress, we just worked even deeper on some of the breath. And then at the end, we talked about so I would walk them through scenarios as they were lying there and breathing. So, you know, think about what Christmas means to you. Think about what the holidays mean to you. Any negative emotions, let's breathe those out and think about how we can turn that around so I know a lot of people it's oh god I gotta see my family okay that's fine let's think about how we can make that better and then I explain like you know you don't I think it's just affirmations of you don't have to see the family you don't want to see I mean I'm not a therapist but it's true right yeah yeah yeah. and you know I've had the feedback of jeepers I didn't think that way and, you know, I, I think about, you know, I explain to them, I'm like, you don't have to see these people. Like, I know it's stressful, but if you do, here you go, take a minute, go to the other room and do some deep breathing mm-hmm. and think about what we talked about. And, um, I have to tell you my favorite, <laughs> my favorite Shavasana came out of nowhere. We were talking and you know, the little avatars mm-hmm. that we have like Facebook and whatnot. Yeah. And you know how they have like little hearts around them and whatnot? We created our avatars in our heads. And at that point, all of us had our avatars and whatnot. And I just, you know, reminded them that to think about that little avatar with her little hearts around her head or her cloud or floating on her cloud and realizing that that's her, that's you. That's also you. And uh, take a moment. Put yourself on your cloud. And I found that a lot of people really um, identified with that. And they were saying, you know what? As silly as this might be, like I thought of my avatar. I thought about putting myself on my cloud. And it was really a way to just bring myself back to present Mm -hmm. and realize that, yeah, the avatar is me, right? Like, that's true. I can go be on my cloud if I want. And I was like, yeah, it sounds silly, but hmm, whatever. It's been working for all of us. The yeah, it was absolutely the best. And I remember my one student going, where did you come up? With that? Is it? I have no idea. I must <laughs> use my avatar this morning. And it just came to me. I close my eyes. I start talking and that's where we end up, you know? So that that's was so yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah, it it's was a, my favorite. It's it's not, um, a practice too that they don't have to do in Shavasana. They can just have that idea and carry it with them throughout the day. You can take yoga with you in small pieces. I love that. Yeah, I
1: I try really hard to, to, you know, give an option of how to bring it with you during the day, you know, at the office, how to do it. Yeah, we all know that we can take a moment, but how do I take a moment? Yes, exactly. How do I walk away from my desk and not think about what just upset me?
0: Yeah, or what do Uh, I do with that moment, right? Like, okay, I'm taking it, what do I do with it? And it's funny, I'll just share with you, I, I heard about this idea of um, time confetti a couple years back on a podcast. And the idea is that we actually have more free time in this generation than previous generations did because of things like, you know, automatic banking and washing machines and all of these things have made our lives so that we have more time, but we feel busier than ever. And the reason is because our free time is not in big chunks. It's in small pieces throughout the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that free time was sort of coined time confetti. And so I sort of looked at that like, okay, we've got this time confetti, but what do we do? How do we, how do we do the things that we're trying to fit into our day in these smaller pockets of time? And that's a really good one to add. I have a, a time confetti list on my phone of like, oh, I've got five minutes. Let me check my list and see what are the things I can do. And that avatar one is going on the list. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you're right. It, it's all these little times and we think, oh man, I have so much to do. And we do. I mean, but it's okay to take that five minutes to yeah. breathe and hang out with your avatar. Yeah, You know, it's like us having our invisible friend. <laughs> love it.
0: I love <laughs> yeah, that.
1: So, so yeah, it just, uh, it helped actually quite a bit of my students. And even to this day, because that was a good year ago now. And they're like, you know, I really think of that avatar and I like that. I like that it's stuck with some of them.
0: And that's what it's all about, right? Giving people the tools that they can use, that they can incorporate into their lives. It doesn't have to be that they're going to take every tool you teach them, but if you can get one or two, that's what it's all about. I find that when people are on sort of a journey to achieve a a goal or improve their health or, um, you know, develop themselves or, or growth, like personal growth, people always get stuck on like, all the things at once, you know, and what you really need to do is just find one thing and get good at that. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes second nature, right? And then you can build it's not about everything at once, because that's super overwhelming.
1: It is. And I I like to get to know my students too. I mean, like I said, I have my little following. And, you know, we kind of we do a lot of I do more of the online right now, Mm -hmm. because they are scattered. And so I do know these people, And, you know, I do ask, is there anything in particular you want to work on today? And, or I I know like one of them is a best friend of mine. I know what gets to her. Um, And I will, you know, run a Savasana that kind of talks to her more. Or, you know, my aunt is one of them. And and she absolutely loves being on the water, being on her paddleboard. We did a whole Savasana of pretending we're on our paddleboard. Just for her because, and, and it helped others, but... I think that's important, too, is to actually reach those students that you get to know. And I mean, it's not always doable, obviously, if you're teaching in a, in a studio and you don't know your students, but there's no harm in asking them in advance, you know, what's your favorite thing to do? Or what do you feel like you need to work on today? And just running with that, it's, it's so it's really fun as a teacher to tailor it that way. Um, and I don't stress about it. I'm just like, OK, this is what we're doing today um yeah so like I said like I said it's important for people to feel also that the practice is for them and I know a lot of people stress about the poses and well I can't do that well how do you know you can't do that just because I can do it that girl can do it you know you shouldn't be looking past your mat look at me And if you look at me and you do this, or I'm watching my students, and so I'll say, oh, and if that doesn't work, you know, let's try this. Then you feel included. Um, And you know what? I can't do all the poses either. And if on Wednesday I can't do that pose, I'll still show you how to do it. But I'll say, hey, today I can't do it. And I think, you know, I'm human. and, And as a yoga teacher, it's important for everybody to understand that you're human too. I can't put my leg over my head. And to be honest, that is not a goal of mine. (laughs) I'm not that yoga teacher. I'm the yoga teacher that wants to teach you yin, that wants to teach you body positivity. I'm not just talking about size or the way you look at yourself. I'm talking about, wow, I'm really proud of my body today because I sat in cobbler's pose for longer than I thought I could hey, I'm so proud of my body today. You know, we thank our bodies after every practice for being there, for for showing up with us because yes, it's very mindful, but also your body did some work that you may not even realize.
0: And we don't and take, we don't give our bodies enough credit for the things that it does. Like they're amazing no. machines and they like- they bring us through so much that we don't realize, like, let alone childbirth and all of those big things that women do, but like the small things, like our legs carry us everywhere we need to go. They never get a day off. They don't, you know? You don't. And they often
1: get forgotten when you're stretching. Yes. And you know, the, the difference I've been asked, like, what's the difference between stretching and yoga breath.
0: Mm.
1: So while you're sitting there, you're, you know, we stretch, we got our leg out. Like we learned in gym class take a minute and take those you know four breaths in six breaths out there you go you did yoga right it's it's all about that breathing and bringing your mind back into where you need to be because yoga is not just about the movement it's about your mind yeah what what a difference it makes in your day in my opinion you know i know you said yours is at night so you need to do a practice that's more night oriented We've done practices in the morning, which I love morning practices because it honestly gets your day going just as good as going to the gym and jumping on the elliptical. Mm -hmm. My energy boost is like this and it doesn't matter when you do your practice, but make sure you're doing a practice that is geared to the time of day. Yes. You can do a gentle practice in the morning. Um, We've done yin at eight o'clock in the morning. My favorite time is 8 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. on weekends. (laughs) And we've done those and it's still boosted your day. You know, those gentle yoga practices, they work at any time of the day. It's a matter of the mindfulness, um, the the meditation that you're doing. If it's guided, you know, you want somebody to guide you through a meditation that's going to help you sleep at night. Or meditation that's gonna keep you going for your day.
0: Right. It's mostly just about getting present with your body, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. actually, that's one thing I wanted to touch on and get your get your thoughts on in terms of how do we really tune in when we're doing yoga and we're being mindful and we're in meditation. Like I know that it's sort of a catchphrase and a common thing for people to say, like, listen to your body. Like that's what I'm teaching my kids too. Like, listen to your body, but like how do we do that? Where do we listen? Like, what does that look like? What's your take on that?
1: My take on that is, you know what? Not everybody's good at it and you got to keep practicing. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. If you jump on your mat and today your mind is jumbled. That's okay. That's still your thoughts. If you're taking the time to sit on your mat and breathe and you just can't quiet your thoughts, that's okay. That's still you being mindful because it's still your brain. It's still going, you know, the the only way I can say is how to get into your body and listen to your body is continue the practice of yoga. If you practice, there's going to be times where you're like, Oh, that hurts. And that right there is just being aware of what your body does. Okay. That hurts. I need to ease off. Um, Meditation, guided meditation helps you be more introspective because you're listening to someone else. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to follow what they're doing. It can be as simple as we're breathing and we're thinking of every single part of the body. Well, you have no other time to think of anything else, right? And we focus, let's say, on the hips. How do your hips feel right now? And you're thinking, well, they kind of hurt right now. And that gave you an idea of how to be in your body. I am not the most aware person when I'm in my day-to-day of how my body feels. I take a minute, I sit on my mat, not even a minute, I guess five minutes, and I breathe and then I'm like, oh my goodness, that feels really good today or that doesn't feel good. The best thing is to practice, 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 practice. You're not necessarily going to get it the first time you sit on your mat because we don't know how to take a minute and we don't know how to listen to the, our bodies. Listening to our bodies, by the time most of us sit and listen to our bodies, it's too late, right? We're being forced to stop. Right. So, you know, my son knows how to do some yoga with me. They're learning in school now how to meditate.
0: I love that. your
1: eyes being closed, well, that's, that's huge. You're, you're, you don't have anything to focus your eyes on. So closing those eyes, doing your breathing and just continuing today, I'm focusing on my feet, let's say that's good enough. That's how you're going to learn your body is you're going to take time to learn every part of it it's not going to be when you're running around, it's not going to be, Oh, my feet hurt because I'm walking by then. It's a little late for you to realize that your body is telling you something because your body's now screaming. Right. Right. I think, yeah. If that made any sense,
0: that's what I think. No, definitely. Definitely. And it's so true that you say that, right? Like if, if your body is giving you messages through pain, you have, you missed your opportunity to listen in advance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Oh my God. Well, oh, this is just so much wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing your, your wisdom and your perspective and everything with us. If people want to want to join along and do some yin yoga in the morning with you, where can they find you? Um, right now I'm working
1: on, you know doing
0: a proper website, um, but
1: the best thing is to just email me so it's yoga at gmail.com. So savvy is savvy uh, yoga yoga at gmail.com, and then I can send schedules. I, I do a lot of uh one on one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who you know don't want to be in a class, even though we're on Zoom some people, you know, don't want to be on a, in a class and think, you know, everyone's watching me. I promise you no one's watching other than me because they're already busy with their heads down on their mat as well. So I, the best I can do is encourage people to email and we'll figure something out, you know, a practice that's just for them or bring them into a group setting in zoom.
0: Perfect. I love that. And also, you've got your session in the group coaching program, which is a such a good one too. It's an awesome night one. So I use that a lot. So thank you for that one also, by the way.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. And I appreciate being able to share a little bit of what I know.
0: Yeah. Aw, thanks, Chrissy. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Girl Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Girl Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca or diving into the free five part video series I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.